Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. In this fifth series, we're heading to Camp Pleasant as we try to catch a murderer who just so happens to be a campmate in Killer Camp. Killer Camp episode four. I have nothing written for preamble. Lazy bastards. <laughs> Why not? Give me a good reason. I'll give you a very good reason. We recorded episode three and I went straight into four and started taking notes immediately. I just wanted to know what happened because in the last episode, we lost Rob. It was Rob? Yeah, it was Rob. Yeah, it was. Yeah. As in, he got taken by Killer Bruce, but obviously it was revealed that, that Rob was the killer. Now, as soon as that episode ended, I wanted to watch the next one because I didn't know how the format was going to work anymore. We were told, and we we were told again in this episode actually that the um, there was always two killers, and that those clues could have related to both. And actually, when you take the fact that they've got like twelve or fifteen clues or something now, it would make sense, wouldn't it? That you know, yeah, not not one person is that interesting to have all those things about them. Not one person collects stamps and wants to be an astronaut. That's impossible. Yeah, or, or does it apply to both? Is it just coincidental oh, that both, both of them and yeah. both wanted to be an astronaut? I really like steak. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, then Sam definitely isn't the killer because he doesn't <laughs> like steak. Oh, we get to it, but one of my favourite bits of the whole episode slash probably whole series. Oh, happens. really? Yeah, it happens in this episode. Yeah, I cannot wait. Is it early on or? Um, I think probably halfway through. Oh, we'll get to we'll it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Make sure you stop me in my tracks if I try and... I will. I'll, I'll do that anyway. I'll do that anyway. <laughs> so this episode opens by reminding us that Rob is the killer and continues on from the moment that they all find out there's a second killer among them, with Bobby leaving them by the campfire, only for Bruce to come and chase them away. I love it. It's, it's a great again, opening. Again, I just... The more that Bruce is in it, the better the show gets. It, yeah, it, it, it really does. And it's a shame that we didn't get episodes three and four or the quality of the episodes of three and four in the first two. Yeah, and it's sort of, I know it's, it's another complete structural thing, but the way that one of them is a killer, although Bruce is the killer, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It sort of annoys me. I don't know how else they would do it. No, I, I like it better now Bruce is actually getting involved rather than just pressing buttons from about 100 yards. Because yeah. we already mentioned the killer could do that. The killer could remotely do something yeah, on their true. phone, yeah. couldn't they? Yeah. So now at least... Bruce is getting his hands dirty. It genuinely feels like that they've they've gone back after watching the first two episodes and gone, yeah, there's something missing. Oh yeah, we've got a crazy handyman on our hands, and he's not actually that brutal. The, the duct tape face. <laughs> yeah. So I mentioned already that before he leaves, Bobby says that um, all this time there was a second killer, and the clues may have related related to both of them. The thing I picked up on, or the thing I find interesting, is: do you think it was Rob that had sex on a balcony, or was that the other killer? <laughs> Rob, as Rob would say himself, he's never with, had sex. With so. Bruce. <laughs> yeah, maybe they all relate to Bruce. Yeah. All, all these clues. Mile High Club, Bruce. It's Bruce. Watch his passport photo. <laughs> Do you think he takes like the tape or the bandages off, or, or is that... Horrifically burnt. Oh, oh, that's what I'm assuming. I don't think we've been told that. What, that he's got burns reason. underneath? Yeah. Mm. That's the only reason you would duct tape your face like that, surely. I mean, all the times I've burnt myself, I always chuck duct tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> is it though, or is it just bandages and we've not got good enough quality footage to actually maybe, see what it is? Maybe. Maybe I'm just, yeah, I want it to be duct tape. <laughs> but he's not the mummy, is he? He's not the invisible man. Yeah, what if, he, what if he takes the bandages off and there's nothing there? It's just... That's how he gets around. 
like takes like, his clothes off and then yeah. puts them on when he gets like, to It's like three kids on top of each other. It's like Huey, Dewey and Louie, like, <laughs> yeah. all stacked up yeah. on the shoulders. Can I have one movie ticket, please? <laughs> oh, dear me. So Eleanor tells us early on that the clues are still pointing towards Sam, but now feels that's too obvious. But to be fair, we found we thought that Rob was going to be too obvious. So it, it could still be Sam. Yeah. Although they read into that more than we have. For Sam's had a lot more focus than we have as the viewer. Rob was obvious and we saw it from a mile off and they only started suspecting him a bit later on. Whereas Sam, for, I don't really suspect him at all. Like, No, I don't ex- you know, expect him either. Um, expect him? Expect him? What do I say? Expect him. Do you mean you don't suspect him? I don't suspect him. <laughs> don't expect him to just come through the door right now. <laughs> and kill me. he doesn't know where I live. Oh, he doesn't kill people anyway. Bruce does. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I'm not sure who said it. I need to start putting like names by my notes. I think it might have been like Holly or Eleanor said um, about Rob going. Saying, well, we all we all voted for him, but we didn't really want him to leave. Yeah. Well, why did you fucking thinking, vote for him then? I was thinking that's how it works. I think it's because they wanted the money. They wanted to win the money, but they didn't. I think the reason they're gutted is because now they were nowhere near. Then they're, they're nowhere closer to getting the money. Because well, I guess they're a killer closer, but because so now they've 50% got percent closer. Then. All right, yeah, they're about halfway. <laughs> That's a pretty big step. Yeah, yeah, they're halfway there to finding out the killer's identity. But I think it was one of those that they were doing it because they thought they were going to win a, a few hundred dollars at the end of the night. And when that didn't happen, they're like, "Shit!" Not only do we not have the money, but we've also lost one of our mates now. Yeah, true. Even though we all voted for him, we just didn't want it to be true because he's so sweet and innocent. But clearly not. The next morning, they're all chatting on the bed and Jacques tells us that he has wanted to rip, or he wanted to rip Rob's moustache right off his face last night. I wanted to rip his moustache right off when I found out. <laughs> I was absolutely fuming. <laughs> Livid. Holly seems gutted still that Rob was a killer and Sam suggests the pressure is off him somewhat. Can we address this going forward now? Yeah. Is it is it Jacques or is it Jacques? Well... <laughs> Because so, I would read it French. I would say Jacques. Jacques, yeah. And that's how but, we've been saying it. But right? a lot of them just say Jacques. Well, you've been saying Jacques. But yeah, they say Jacques. Oh, Jacques. But, no, Jacques is like J-A-X. That's yeah. like Mortal Kombat Jacques. And Jacques is like short for Jackson, for example. Yeah. Maybe. But he's very much a Jacques, the spelling. Jacques. Yeah. Yeah. He's a sexy spelling. Yeah, definitely. He's but not a Jacques, mate. But they're ruining it, aren't they? Yeah. Good. I, I thought, because everyone was saying it, I was thinking, am I going insane? Because even I think Bobby says it later on, I'm thinking, you're part of the production crew and you're saying it wrong. How does Jacques say it himself? Does he, does he introduce himself? Hi, I'm Jacques. Or is it, hi, I'm Jacques. Does he put on a French, <laughs> little bit of a French accent when he says Every it? time he says his name, he turns French. Bonjour, je m'appelle Jacques. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing himself a disservice if he's not. So... Back to Pleasant Meadow for the cash challenge. Box Clever, this one's called. It took a good three minutes in this episode before we heard any banging tunes. And there weren't many songs in this episode. It felt like the first three episodes had 25 songs between them. And this one, they were very few and far between. They're running out of songs. Is that what it is? That they've they've gone through, uh, now that's what I call 19. 80 to... Well, it would, it would be 80. like number 19, wouldn't it? Because it yeah. was back in the... Well, maybe even earlier than that. Now that's what I call seven or something. But is it that they've gone through both A and B side and gone, we haven't got any songs left. 
So we're just going to have to find another AECD. And that's got like 90% of those same tracks on. Just slow down. I'm hoping in the next episode that some songs are repeated because they have run out. And when we get to season two, it'd be really interesting to see if they reuse any of the songs. Like I said before, they should go into the 90s season two. Even the format. Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it? A slightly different sort of flavour to it. No, I don't think anyway. No slow motion running. No, that, no, absolutely. It if was, anything, it was normal or sped up. <laughs> yeah, we could have done with just one. Rather, I mean, in the last episode, again, th- I think this is some time loop. I think Bruce is actually a time traveller. And this is what's going on, is that he's listening to our podcast in the future. And changing it. And changing the format. Because it's really strange that we, in the last episode, you mentioned how they're doing it three or four times an episode, and it doesn't need that much. And in this one, there wasn't any. They're listening to us. They're on to us, mate. They're on to us. Definitely. In this challenge then, so in Box Clever, the seven campmates have seven boxes in front of them, each with something inside that they can't see. Bobby reveals a board with various pictures on, including scorpions, snakes, eels, and they need to match what's in the box to a picture or what's in their box to a picture on the board. They get $300 per correct answer, and there were 26 things that they could have, you know, they, that could have been in these seven boxes, all represented by a letter of the alphabet. If they get all seven letters, it'll give them an anagram, and if they unscramble the seven-letter word, they'll get a bonus $900 to make up the nine grand. Correction. Future Mike here. Three grand. I meant to see three grand there. Did you see the whole board? Did you pause it when the whole board was on the screen? No, it no, was what, wonderful. What was wild stuff was on there. So obviously you've got all the dangerous stuff and the things that could kill you. Yeah. But then you've also got a rabbit, a toy snake, some chorizo, cheese puffs, spaghetti bolognese. But what's brilliant is that you'd still be panicking, putting your hand into a box. And often they were putting your hand into a box and it's just a pair of slippers or something like that. And this is what... Carry on, this is you, what I was... Yeah, you could have an empty box and the reactions would still be the same. Yeah, and it makes me think, one of them's the killer, obviously. Yeah. Then some of them, like one of them had mice. I think Carl had mice. Yeah, he did, he did. Or rats, what you want. And then and he said, oh, like, he's absolutely bricking it, but he's just keeping a cool exterior. I'm sure you would hear those in your box. You'd like... The scuttling, at least, but even like if they eek and things, do they eek to my squeak? Yeah, of course. There's enough of them in there. You're you're, you're hearing them. You know, especially when you're putting your hand in in there. You're, you're breaking that little seal. Around. Yeah, hundred percent. You you you're hearing those. Mm. And then it got to me thinking: Is the order that they're they are lined up in predetermined? Oh, because one of them's got to be the killer. Yeah, was it a random box or? Because they... Ele- I think Eleanor changed her answer, didn't she? she had, yeah. And which, which I felt quite bad if she isn't the killer because she put a hand in and it's a toy. It's a toy spider. It was yeah. It's like a it's like a but slimy toy spider, plastic toy spider. But they've dressed the box to have so many cobwebs in. Yeah. That you'd think putting your hand in, that's a real spider in there. Yeah, you'd be thinking that. But and no one she, else had that though, did they? No. Did she think Toad as well? Didn't she say Toad initially? Yeah, but. I think that's maybe the, I don't know, yeah. And that's, yeah, that's because it was like one of those spongy, like rubbery type spiders. From the texture, it probably did feel like a toad. My only concern or question around that was, if she was the killer, why would she change her answer at the very last minute to try and win the money? I don't think she would. No, unless it's... A double bluff. Yeah, like self-preservation. Yeah. But I just felt, felt quite sorry for her, just because her box had all this webbing in. 
which, you know, immediately, as, you, as soon as you put your hand in... You'd be bricking it because you'd be think, bricking oh, it. fuck, I've got spiders in here or something. Yeah, exactly. Is it one? Is it two? You know, there could be multiple spiders in there. Yeah. But Ephronice is like, um, I think it was Holly just put her hands in. And yeah, there's cockroaches. But is it Holly with cockroaches? I d- I, oh, I've got it. I've got it all written down, to be fair. So, yeah, when, when they begin, you've got Sam goes first and correctly guesses that he's got worms. Took him a while to get there, mind. And I think Rosie calls him out, saying, oh, you'd know a worm if you felt it straight away. If I put my hand in straight away, I would have known what a worm felt like. Man, worm she's felt. Come on. <laughs> Following on from the plane with the boys in the last episode. Yeah. Jax. Are we calling him Jax from now on? Or is he Jacques? No, he's Jacques. He goes next and thinks it's a brain, and then on a second go, re- realise it's a cow's tongue. Fair enough. That's you know, Yeah, because it's going to be enough. like... Yeah, he's got blood all over his hands. Yeah, it's pretty grim. Rosie immediately gets it right. Toy snake. That was that was really easy. Carl bricking himself. You know, he said he was shitting himself inside, but cool on the outside. Um, correctly guesses that there were rats in his box. Eleanor and Sean are both just wimps, uh, but at least Sean manages to guess correctly with Toad. I thought the word was going to be morons, <laughs> but it doesn't have enough letters. That's good. Because obviously at the moment they've got an M, an R, an O, uh, I think an S and things like that. And it was Sean that come up with mon- monster or monsters. Yeah. So I think that was a, Eleanor then, she she did raise suspicions initially when she said Toad, when it was a toy spider, but then she comes back. Holly got the cockroaches and got, yeah, they got the letter T, which meant they had S-O-R-M-T and N. And it was only last minute when Eleanor changed her mind from a Toad to uh, the toy spider to get an E. Can I change mine to E? It was bouncy, it wasn't a toad. You think a toy spider? Yeah. And it took them ages. They didn't think they were actually gonna get the anagram. Can anyone guess the anagram? Oh, bollocks. What is your answer? We need to make a word. 10 seconds! There was actually no word that could be with that. What about monster? But yeah, last minute, or last second, really, because Bobby's trying to, you know, tell them, hurry up, you've got 10 seconds left. And Sean shouts out, monster. I don't think she'd have done that if she was the killer. Because that's $900. Why would, of, of all the seven people, if if you're the killer, if, if I'm Sean and I'm the killer, I'm not going to then go, oh yeah, here's another $900, it guys. It depends how smart you are. Like, I see it Oh, because from... now she's thrown them off the scent completely. Exactly. No one is thinking it's her. Because if you don't do it, then... You, as the killer, you get those nine hundred dollars in your in your pot. Yeah. If you do do it and sacrifice that nine hundred dollars, immediately you're like, "Well, hang on, I just I just got the anagram for us. It yeah. can't be me." She's now definitely taken the heat off her by getting that. Yeah, for sure. Any suspicion? Because it's our oh, well done, Sean. No one I saw it. Well done. Well done. Yeah, yeah, that's a real good point. But I mean, that's, it depends how you're playing the game, you know. Yeah. So it's risky. Yeah. It's a risky move. It is. But that one means- of things. No, that means that Eleanor and Sean are still sort of, I almost written them off in this episode thinking they'd done enough to convince me, but you're right. If they're double bluffing, if they're, if they're pulling a fast one, just to try and secure themselves. Eleanor is sus. Yeah. I do feel bad for her because that was an awful box she had. Yeah. But then, but then, like I said before, is it, if it's set up in a certain order, because I don't know how they're going to play it, but at the end, people could probably see what was in your box anyway. If she said toad, and people and she she could be like, look, it's a rubber. Like, what ice could I, uh, you know? Yeah, but then other people could have gone. But there's cobwebs in there, mate. Why would you have so, cobwebs yeah, in a no, toad box? You know, potentially. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. I think one thing Bobby said though, he goes, like, "No one's having fun until you're up to your elbow." 
<laughs> grot. Pure Absolute grot. grot. Up to your elbow. No one's having fun unless you're up to your elbow. But they nailed the challenge. They they won the full three grand and the killer got zero. So fair play to them on that. Also, sorry, interrupt you again. Because it, this is first task post-Rob. Yeah. And uh, morale is high. I think the killer had to lose. That's a really good point. Because everybody's suspicious now. Everyone's like, hang on, there's a second killer. And we've just gone to the next task and we've smashed it. You've got to nail the task. So who, now so it who is it then? Harder. Who is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's way more difficult for us than it was in the last episode. Yeah, way more. Imagine if someone, you, you saw something a bit different this one, you'd be like, oh, it's definitely them now. Yeah. And everybody else would be seeing that. No, the, the killer could not risk sabotaging this task. That's a good point because it's too fresh. Too fresh. Yeah. So after the task, we get a bit more Sean and Carl romance. They agree that neither of them could be doing it without each other. And then a full-on smooch. Is this the first proper snog they've had on the? I think, uh, I think it is. Yeah, on the show. I've actually wrote down saying, "Would you get giddy around Carl?" Would I? Question posed to you. Yeah. I mean, after hearing what I've had to say about him on this podcast, he probably knocked me out. So yeah, I might get a bit giddy around him. When I'm pulling myself up off the concrete, birds flying around my head. I think they say that that, that obviously the relationship they're having. I don't know if Sean says this. Is, is is anything but fake and i've wrote down please be fake <laughs> oh please please yeah i i'm begging for it really am it will massively go up in my like in my um estimations if if this turns out it's that all been a Sean, fabrication yeah if sean or carl are the killers yeah hold that thought because and, and, Cole, still Cole, and Cole dies at the end because his heart breaks <laughs> bruce <laughs> just walks up to him I Bruce mean, just walks up to sean holds her hand he realizes, and his heart just heart explodes. Yeah, I think we've referenced that before. We like did in the, the last uh, episode. In the last episode with Ralph Wiggum, it deserves a Photoshop. Um, what I would say is, uh, we know that that's not the case because the show isn't highly rated enough on IMDb. Because if that was the case, it would be a ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> so in the next scene, we see Eleanor and Holly chatting about how they were so wrong about Rob. You've you've missed you've missed a bit you've missed a bit. Have I really? Sorry, I know I'm going back again. No, 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 that's fine. Man. Because we're having, they're having a bit of a smooch in the field, aren't they? Yeah. And I I, I want to say it's Rosie, just from, from memory. She, she walks up and goes, "Oh, I'm not interrupting, am I?" That's after the Eleanor and Carl bit, uh, oh, Eleanor and Holly bit. Yeah, it's almost like three scenes, one after one like, after one. I'm like, not interrupted. Of course, you're fucking interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Eating each other's faces. Yeah, not interrupted. Sorry to I? interrupt. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's yeah. So it's Jacques and Rosie both interrupt and they discuss how Rosie might be at risk because she's the only person that voted for Sam. And then they turn to Eleanor, who they think is the weakest in the box challenge earlier on. Fair enough, she she probably was, although she did last minute come back and save herself. So I don't think that was a that was a too big an issue. I'm reading these notes. I genuinely cannot remember who left at the end. So we'll get to it, but I might be mentioning people in these comments oh no i remember now i remember it's fine it's fine in fact that's actually a really good point so rose they discuss how rosie might be at risk because she's the only person that voted for sam around the fire um but around the campfire yeah and then in, in this episode she's the one that goes Rose, yeah i didn't even pick that up so that is quite yeah that is quite a good point so who so who around yeah who around there but that's not saying that she voted for sam therefore she's no, on to no, die. no it's, it's not that sam's got her it's that one of that group jack carl or sean she got Rob wrong, if anything. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh. I, mean, I don't know how they judge it, but it's kind of like, well, she's the weakest member. If she couldn't, if everyone voted for Rob and she didn't, 
Yeah, she's now the weakest member of the group, so they're going to take her off. Theory. Yeah. In that scene where we see Hel- uh, Eleanor and Holly chatting about how they were so wrong about Rob, made me laugh because he was the most suspicious and he got the vo- most votes. So they weren't so wrong about Rob. Like, yeah, trusting and all that sort of thing. But in terms of actually getting the right person, nailed on. They got Yeah, yeah. And you've known each other for about three days. Yeah. I'd happily lie to people for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> for money. Oh, 100%. Oh, for money? Months. <laughs> what? Is, is this where I find out we've been like friends for 15 years and someone paid you back in This isn't even my real name. <laughs> it's your dad. It's just one big game show. He needs a friend. Like the Truman Show or something. Yeah. yeah. This is, um, this is what I said. My old man's still depositing checks. Yeah. I haven't actually got a job. <laughs> your old man's just paying me to be your friend. Thanks, Dad. So this is the, the my highlight of the episode. Is this where Sam can't swim? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's not dissing people that can't swim. No, no, no. But it's no. the fact that he comes in, he's obviously shut off, you know, he's a good looking guy, and then he starts swimming. And I think Holly says, like, bless him, he can't swim very it's well. It's gonna take him ages. Like or... <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it fucking takes him ages. Then <laughs> he's trying to <laughs> Then he tries to get his leg up on on the on the like the platform, he, and he can't do he it. He he can't do it because he's knackered <laughs> to the point where he like he literally falls in again. I think the first yeah, time. Yeah, And then he Holly says, "Do you want a hand?" and, and pull him up. Do you, do you want a hand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pull me up. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh man. Which is superb because he's he's almost trying to be that knight in shining armor because they've lost their pedalo. Yeah. You'd have thought he'd have swam to the fucking pedalo. It swam to the pedalo, mate. It fucking drowned. <laughs> he's not getting there, is he? <laughs> and then the, the 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 you know the cherry on top is the conversation they have after. He's you can hear him. He's out of breath. He can barely talk. <laughs> he's fucked. He is fucked. Since I've been here yesterday, it was like definitely the worst day. Hated it. It's not like, hang on, we'll wait five minutes, get your breath back, Sam, then we'll have a chat. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think it might be uh, Carl. <laughs> just, just, calm, just calm down a minute. You, you, just, you just swam 10 metres, calm down. <laughs> and when, when they talk about that, it, um, they do, yeah, they mention Carl, Sean and Jack and that they're so close. It would be mad that one of them was the killer. I think it probably is, and that, and that, that would be a great ending because those are then that's the new triangle, isn't it? It's no longer Sam, Carl, and Sean. It's Sean, Carl, and Jack now. Yeah, we'll talk about the killer later. But Rob was an obvious one, and at this point in the episode, I'm like, I genuinely have no idea. Like of all the people left, there's no one that's obvious. Like Rob, really was. stand out. No. Yeah. So back to Pleasant Meadow from their team activity, where the blue team faced the pink team in order to get the clues to the killer's identity. This one is called Blind Luck. It's dodgeball, one-on-one, blindfolded. If they hit an opponent, they score a point for their team, and the first of three points wins. Carl goes up against Sam first. Blatant. Them... Blatantly. Yeah, of course I, you're going to... I wrote that down. I, I wrote that down before I even seen... I said, I better be Sam versus Carl. Yeah, had to be. But getting them to spin around blindfolded is, is, is <laughs> fucking brilliant. It's a straight cruel, but it's a stroke of genius. And Sam falls right in his ass. He falls genuinely. But did you see Carl taking the worst dive I've seen? Like, 
over a hay bale. No. So because all your attention is on Sam stacking it, he's just all, all yeah. over the place. If you go back to it and just have a look at that clip and don't watch Sam, watch Carl, because it's almost like Rob's dive in the last episode where he's throwing the dodgeball. He like It's almost like he can fucking see the hay bale and he's just like done a full on. Or because Sam has fell, he's like, oh, I better, better pretend that I'm falling. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Do you think the killer's got an advantage in these games? Do you think the killer's got an advantage generally? Yeah, definitely. So you think going into the game, they know what the game is? Oh no, ne- not necessarily. I don't. I don't mean that sort of. Ad- I thought. I thought you meant overall. They've got an advantage because it's easy to hide as a killer and pretend to be thick and innocent. No, but like if someone said to you, right, Mike, tomorrow we're doing this game. Oh yeah, I see what you but mean. But you're blindfold. You'll be able to see out of it. Yeah, yeah. Or we're doing this box thing. You're gonna have mice. Uh, or, or or you know we're doing this other game you know, I don't know just I don't know, the, actually. the little advantages that you can you can manipulate your advantage without getting too much into it in terms of like competition law and things like that do you think that they can't do that oh no they can't of course they can't I don't know but it depends if they because the games don't actually mean if the games meant something like if the games meant points going into the final then no but it's money into the pot isn't it it's the money into the certain pot oh no you're right then yeah absolutely can't be certainly on the cash challenges anyway yeah but maybe on these challenges. When it comes to immunity, it doesn't matter, does it? Or is it just like, great, you're the killer, crack on with it? Yeah, I think that's probably more likely, yeah. Um, they get a few shots in. Carl eventually hits Sam on the face. A lot of face shots, isn't it? A lot of headshots. A lot of headshots, yeah. It's the battle of the bikini bandana girls. Then it's Rosie versus Sean. Again, perfect pairing, isn't it? Sean struggles, not knowing the difference between left and right. And also shouts, you're terrible directors. And I wonder if that was at a teammate or the directors of the show itself. <laughs> it's not that bad. Rosie hits Sean with the ball. And now it's 2-0 to the pink team. And next it's Holly versus Eleanor. And Holly ends up throwing it at her own team. These two both absolutely rubbish. And I didn't know if that was sus or not. But they're throwing it at Bobby. They're throwing it out the ring. Eventually, Eleanor follows up with a winning hit. And the pink team win. So Carl, Rosie and Eleanor get the clues. Sean hasn't had one clue yet. Um, she's never been on the winning team. I don't think we need to read into it too much. It's just the way it's been. Or has she been sabotaging it? You'd think, though, that the killer would want the clues because then they can put the lies in, can't they? Yeah. Perhaps she's just not been trying hard enough if she is the killer. Anyway, they regroup and reveal their clues. Eleanor tells them this person has joined the Mile High Club. They once again think it's in relation to the rampant Sam. Carl tells them that the killer is an animal lover. And Rosie says... The killer thinks their best quality is their eyes. Their impressions of Sam were a bit off. But let's be honest, as soon as we say animal lover, he's going to be like, <laughs> no one. He'll be like, well, to be honest with you, I think um, everyone can like animals. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'll be like, <laughs> oh, everyone's going to think it's me. I feel sorry for Sam slightly. Yeah, I, no, ma- massively. Because a lot of this cut, like, I think maybe he shares too much and a lot of it does sort of relate to him. Yeah. But also, I think, he, and I think later on when, when they discuss it as a group, he doesn't back down. They'll say something and he's like, well, yeah, that does sound like me. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm convinced he's not the killer because the killer wouldn't yeah. do that. They'd be no. trying their fucking like, hardest. Oh, animal lover. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. And then uh, even when they, they, they lied about the Mile High Club and changed it to the poker. Poker. He's like, he's so like, yeah, good. I like poker. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's not even the clue, mate. And you still agreed to it. It backfires so much, doesn't it? But it just shows that he's, he's quite open with that. And he's like, you know. He could be like, they're like, oh, he hates, I don't know, kids. Oh, yeah, I, I hate kids. You know, he would, he'd 
quite openly say stuff. I don't understand what their strategy was, though, because by saying, like, poker, well, if he did hate poker, or no, no, say if he was the killer, and he's 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 been telling the truth all the way through so why would he lie at that point why no, would i think he lie it was i point? think it was to give give them an opportunity which you see later on with carl to maybe try and see if he has joined the mile high club drop it in you're right yeah and, but you, you say drop it in that's it was the worst acting i've ever heard it's like oh have you joined the mile high club yeah, like, but then, no, but then, because he asks obvious. too many questions at the same time, he doesn't actually answer. It doesn't give no. him a straight answer. It's fantastic. No, no, I say you've lost, you've lost your opportunity there. Well done. If you was on a flight with Holly, would you like to join the Mile High Club? That is the question. If you're not already in it, of course. I mean, which wouldn't surprise me if you was. <laughs> I mean, mate, she's an attractive girl, so obviously, yeah. Do you think great club to be a part of, wouldn't it? Not joined yet. Who knows? <laughs> You're so funny. Who knows me? I'm not saying I am or I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So good. Rosie really gets on my nerves at one point. I don't know the exact moment, but she says, can't we just vote Sam off already? Oh, yeah, I think that's a bit of a dick move. Yeah, and I put at this point, I hope she goes and Sam stays in this episode, and that's exactly what happens. Oh, we've still got a chance to get more clues. Your name could be cleared, and I'm just there like, can we just vote him off already? I feel, yeah, I feel sorry the fact that I'm fully expecting, although we've got one episode left, I don't think it'll happen, fully expecting the next round of clues to be like, I have multiple tattoos. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they're all like, it's Sam, it's Sam. Do you know what I mean? And then like at the end, Sean takes a bikini off and she's just got fucking riddled all up her she's back. Or tattoos all over her. ass is just covered in like <laughs> stick men and, and flowers and stuff. It's funny you mentioned the tattoos because, yeah, quite a few have got them. Jacques never takes his top off, so we wouldn't know if he's absolutely covered. But we know Carl's oh, he's like, got he's, his mate, he's, like, he's, he's like a prison. He's like Red regular. Dragon. Is it yeah. Red Dragon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, prison break, mate. He's got, yeah. he's got a map of... Camp Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bruce, Bruce's face on his back. <laughs> so they head over to meet Bobby again. This time it's to take part in their last immunity challenge. This one is called Hold a Grudge. Campmates have to hold a bucket of blood above their head with a broomstick. And when the wheel of misfortune is spun, they must perform the actions that it lands on. For example, kneel down or hula hoop. It's basically a game of last man standing. Whoever is holding the bucket up at the end will win immunity for themselves and one other person of their choosing. Before going into this game, Eleanor and... Ro no, who was it? It was No, it was Eleanor and Holly. They chose to group together didn't they with um yeah. immunity fair play fair play yeah. I, I like holly as well i've said it before I said yeah it same I, I'd, I'd love her to win i'd love her to be the killer but i, I, I don't just, just get some money yeah yeah exactly definitely and the wheel is spun and they all need to do two hops and carl has gone instantly like first one out and bobby asks him if it smells like nurry or warren <laughs> 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 nice touch really nice that's touch. good yeah bitch does it smell like Nuri or Warren? Since Carl is out, he then gets to choose who does the next forfeit. The wheel lands on Bobby's special. In this case, the special is getting a campmate to twerk, and Carl chooses Eleanor. Is that just hounding out Eleanor, or did he just want to see her shake her ass? But you know, I thought this, because it's not like <laughs> it's on the wheel. It's like, depending on what it is, like depending on who it is, do you think he's like, oh. And I do this. Do you think it, if it was like Carl or Sam, he'd be like, right, no, I don't know. 
Oh, I see what you mean. Do you think the action changed because of who the oh, definitely. person oh, no, was? Without a date, without a date. Doesn't it happen again? Yeah, we'll get. I can't remember though. So it, she does manage to twerk, doesn't she? So fair play. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Eleanor manages to do it, but at the same time, and I think it just must have been distracting for Sean. She lets hers go. So now Sean's out as well. Sean gets to choose the next person, and hang on, what? Bruce. Oh, it's all right. Just some it's Bruce. So... <laughs> or Carl just coming to knock this, me this, out. This is a this is a good bit. This is a fucking good bit. So Sean chooses the next person, and this is to spin around, yeah. and she chooses Eleanor. Eleanor. And the best, and oh. Eleanor comes up with the line of the show: "Fuck you, Sean. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean." And then everyone's Carl's really upset with it. Yeah, because like, oh, you're you're so rude. I wanted to kick her off the stall. Yeah, I'm I'm about to kick her off that stall. It's a fucking game, mate. Yeah, and also, it's, it's a game you've and just you're been fucking... chose twice in a row. Yeah, and your fucking love interest has just fucked her over, like yeah. blatantly fucked her massively, over, massively, massively. And also, like the the fact that he got so upset and he's like, she she didn't get that upset for me. No, because you were the first person to choose her. And if you just choose someone once, that's fine. That's acceptable. Yeah, yeah. you're spreading it around. But if it's second, you know, it's, sec- it's next- yeah, but it's like not bullying. What I'm thinking of, they're actively trying to get her out and not win immunity. Exactly, exactly. When Adam was like, "Fuck you, Sean," I thought, "Oh, mate, I'll kick you off that stool in a minute." You're so rude. What an arsehole. She was actually serious as well. The wheels spun again. The next person has to kneel down, and so Eleanor's out at this point, isn't she? Which yeah, oh, so against- Eleanor is out at this point. Yeah, because I think Sam tries to make a mid-game immunity pact well, with Holly. Yeah, that's it. So fair play to him. Because he didn't he didn't know about the previous one, did he? Or the previous immunity pact with Holly. No. I think I think he did. I think that's what but he he's said. probably thinking, right, the odds the odds for you, Holly, I'm still in. Yeah. So And I think it was exactly trying to, that. trying it was, to one up it yeah. sort of thing. If you go, pick me, but if I go, yeah. Sam does it with ease though, doesn't he? He 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 gets told that he's got to kneel down or something like that. Did take his shoes off? No, that's Jacques later on. Oh, or is that the, that's the head-to-head, I think. So they're all beginning to feel the strain. Rosie Jack, just loses Jack's concentration. Face, Jack's face is pain. <laughs> Absolute pain. It's is though they go head-to-head, don't they? It's sudden death between Holly and Jack, and they've got to take their shoes off. And yeah, Jacques fails. And the 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 pail of blood drops right on his head. What I did forget to mention actually is that when um Sam gets covered. It's where he has to do the two hops, actually. It's not where he's kneeling down. He, he, I think Sam has to do two hops. And when he loses, Bobby said, don't worry, that's the blood from a vegan. Don't worry, Sam. I know you're a vegan. I've given you a vegan's blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. after all that. But this is when I this is when I sort of have conspiracies. I've, it obviously, it's disproved with the uh, laws around game shows. I keep thinking, was you know, was Holly's pole slightly wider? Slightly, you know, what I mean, you could you could rig that game, couldn't you? True, you could you could give the killer an easier. At the end, didn't he say or like clap or something? And she let it like drip on her, didn't she? Mm. And I was thinking, would she have done that anyway, just to prove that it wasn't? I don't know. No, that's a good point. Again, if yeah, you could easily fix these because, but then well, there's just, no just there's... give him an advantage. Just have a, a wider pole. Then you know I don't think there is. Difference? There's no advantage for the killer to get immunity because she also it's because she also isn't stood next to anybody. True. Yeah. Anyway, that's me talk, talking about blue shit because 
Yeah, no, I, I just I just wonder whether or not there's an advantage to getting immunity. If you're the if you're the killer, then what's the advantage of of having immunity? Yeah, true. true. Unless it's just to strengthen that immunity bond between her and Eleanor. I don't know. But anyway, immunity pact comes in absolute clutch for Eleanor. It does because so that means Holly fulfills it. Yeah, and both of them have got a ticket to the final. In the next scene, we see Carl trying to get info from Sam about joining the Mile High Club. This is where it happens. Oh, and they talk about Sean again choosing Eleanor in the last task. And fucking move on from it, you know, just he, because... I think Sam goes, I'm not saying if I am or not. Who knows? Yeah, he does. He does. And I think that's a case of, you haven't, mate. You just want to look cool in front of your mate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I love how like Cole's always like, "Oh, have you a member? Are you a member of the Mile High Club?" He says, "Member Mile High Club" like ten times in that. To the point where I'm thinking, "Do you do you actually get a membership? Like, is it is it official registered?" <laughs> if he's going to pull out a little blue card at his wallet. And also, I mean, I mean, I struggle this daily, not joining Mile High Clubs, but <laughs> being quite tall. Yeah, like I know Sam isn't tall, but he's quite a big lad, mm. and airplane toilets aren't that big. Oh, that's true. That's true. Like, you've seen him fucking swim. Like, trying to fuck in an airport toilet is going to be ten times harder. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, there'll be limbs everywhere. That's what I think as a girl. That's why I'm, I'm... You're all in, though. It's a woman. I'm, a, I'm a all in. Because the blokes charm. are too big. To... All in charm. But then... Because you say, oh... Because oh, they say in there, oh, Sam's a right, like, rampant fuck. It's like, hang on a minute. First day, Sean's hooking up with someone. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> she can't even go on a game show like, and stay off someone. I mean, Rosie was the same, though, talking about all being all over the boys and things, but she's gone, so yeah, can't true. be her. Jacques and Rosie are talking about whether it could be Carl or Sean, but think Carl is too thick to be the killer. And imagine now that he is, because Sean will actually be livid. And I do genuinely want it to be one of those, as we mentioned already, that the fallout, a whole thing, whether it's been a lie or not, I, I'm, I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, especially if they're like, hey, I only hooked up with you to get past. But... Yeah, just to get through to the final. <laughs> like that, like dancing around. Sean <laughs> <laughs> and Eleanor chat by the fire all about why Sean picked her in that bucket game. Fuck's sake, just move on. Who cares? You've known each other for four days. No one gives a shit. When, or no, we next see Bruce creeping around at night with a baseball bat. Um, perhaps he's just a misunderstood individual and wants a game of baseball. Yeah, rounders. Yeah, yeah all rounders. Anyway, they, they head to the campfire to see who's leaving tonight. Holly and Eleanor are both immune, and Bobby asks them who they think the killer is. Most of them all say they think it's Sam still. It's time. I suspect you're wondering who is going on tonight's stunning camp experience. Two of you will again go into the forest, but only one of you will return. The killer has chosen Rosie and Jacques. And yeah, genuinely just really hoped it was Rosie that was going to go because she was just brutal about Sam um, yeah. earlier on. Rosie and Jack leave the camp. They go on a moonlit promenade walk. Bobby goes on to tell his story. We couldn't really have a campfire without a scary story, right? Rosie and Jack head through the woods, go their separate there's, there's ways. A, there's a part where um, Jack is walking and he puts his hand on a branch and it snaps. He's bricking it, mate. And he like is. his face, he's, he's yeah. thoroughly pissed off that this branch has snapped in his hand. <laughs> Rosie comes across uh, a hot tub with fairy lights around in it and puts a Walkman on because, you know, it's 80s um, and listens to Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Relax, 
Bruce appears behind her, his dark figure standing over her, takes a boombox, drops it into the water, and electrocutes Rosie. I, would that electrocute? I don't think it would. So, good death scene. It would definitely electrocute you if it's got a 240-volt plug going into the back, yeah. But I'm not sure why it looked like there was blood and stuff. And it did make me laugh that a skull pops out of the yeah, water. Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you know, it reminded me of um, that Rick and Morty episode. Yeah. When they were vat of acid. The acid. <laughs> and they, they released the, the bones, bones at the bottom. <laughs> So she's actually still under there, holding her breath. Oh, it's so good. Jacques returns, and Sam is the first to greet him. The Ellen a pillow joke is still ongoing. I love the fact that they they say that again. Yeah. I bet that big dorm room will feel very empty tonight. You'll have so many pillows, Eleanor. And that's it. I guess look, we've we've got one episode left, and there's only real, really one question to ask, and that is who you think the killer is. I'm going to go for Sean. Okay. I want to be different. And I had my suspicions about him in the last episode. So I'll go Carl. I think one of those two, because I'm all in on that relationship being fake. I don't think it is fake. Regardless of who's the killer, I'm sure there's probably some chemistry, but I just want, imagine having to process that as Carl or Sean, the fact that, oh fuck, you've, has it all been a lie? So let's go for it. Yeah. Lock it in. We think it's Sean or Carl. Yeah, and I think the Wild High Club is confirmed to me that it's a woman. Interesting. It's too easy to say it's a bloke. Yeah, I do like the idea that it was a bloke and a woman, like you say in a couple of episodes or last episode. Animal, animal lover. That's a real clue as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it could have been Rob. Was it? Was it an animal? Or was that more recent? I can't remember. Oh, true. Oh yeah, I forget they share Some clues. Were, yeah, exactly. Like these new ones, though, were all based on that new killer, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, other than that. Until the finale. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week for another episode of Killer Camp. In the meantime, visit jasonandmike.com for more podcasts and videos, or come and say hello on Twitter. We're at Presents Jam. <laughs>